Welcome to Knights of the Braille. Knights of the Braille are groups of blind and visually impaired Dungeons and Dragons players. If you would like to get more information, please visit knightsofthebraille.com. Okay, is everyone ready? Yes, I think so. Fantastic. So today, for those of you that are new to D&D, we are playing a one-shot. So it's just a a one-go at the game. This is a contained adventure. So it's contained within a single tavern that you play out the entire adventure. Why am I picturing bar fight? Oh. (laughs) <laughs> me too me too <laughs> so you've all been hired uh, together as a party so you can decide you know if you guys your characters are familiar with each other or not but you've been hired as a party by a gentleman that owns a chain of taverns his name is Ale King Hart and he has hired you to get rid of a disgruntled employee who has taken up refuge in the basement of this tavern. Ah, okay. <laughs> this should be cool. I love the tavern <laughs> names in the email. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody school. <laughs> so. uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My partner would get a kick out of that one. <laughs> So, your characters um, will begin the adventure in the tavern, obviously. Is it cool if I talk in the first person? Yeah. That's what I'm good at. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Let's go and find my notes. That's basically how my book life goes. I just read books in the first person. (laughs) This is a place for that. (laughs) So, you all sit in... The cosy drinking hall of the Bloody Stool Tavern, and it is lit with dim torches and hums with gentle conversation. So let's uh, get some cosy sounds and gentle conversation. One moment. That is cool how that works. Yeah. As you sit in the tavern, you're finishing your free complimentary dinner of Ale King Heart and waiting to be informed by your elven server of what is the situation and how to proceed forward. As you look around the tavern, you see the dragonborn bartender who arranges barrels and cleans mugs for Lexi and Danielle. A dragonborn is a half-human, half-dragon creature so imagine a, a cool. human with like a dragon's head Ooh. to the left of the bar sits the local job board with a few postings on it to the right of the bar a bard stands by a stage looking nervous maybe about a performance from the kitchen comes the clatter of pans and what sounds like wild animals and um, as Melvin, the, your server, walks over. He drags his feet and uh, carries over the drinks that you ordered. Melvin 
lays down the drinks on the table in front of you and then says so what are you guys here for are you here to like get rid of that crazy person in the basement or what pretty much yep (laughs) that's my plan I'm here for the food (laughs) the food here kind of sucks and uh, I guess it's okay but my boss told me that I should tell you anything you need to know So, who exactly is this person in the basement? Tabitha. She's a half-orc. She's got a real bad temper, and she's kind of just gone down there and started smashing things. Do you know why she's disgruntled? I mean, you don't like the food here, so obviously the employees aren't uh, the happiest, I can guess. It sucks working here. The people are awful. Our boss is awful. But, you know, we have to work. I think Tabitha just finally had enough and snapped. Hi! A real life server just appeared in front of my face. Um. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Joe. Skull is just stuffing his face with whatever's not nailed down. (laughs) Mercy's just drinking. Wiping a few dinner rolls with his tail. Oh. <laughs> so what does Skullduggery look like again? I mean, what is his... He, he's a really short tiefling. He's got... Um, right now he's got really bright painted orange horns on his head that are just loud and screaming. And that's his most notable feature. He's wearing a giant overcoat that was not clearly... <laughs> Clearly not his to begin with. An overcoat that he snagged from somebody else. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Mine now! (laughs) So, Lexi and Danielle, a tiefling that Skullduggery is, is a creature that has some demon blood in them, which is why uh, Skullduggery has horns upon his head. Oh, uh uh-oh. A tiefling sounded like it had something to do with teeth. (laughs) Yep, sure did. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I forgot to uh, describe it If Lexi and Danielle, if you've seen Lord of the Rings... Mm. Yes! Yeah, it's pretty great. (laughs) That's like my all-time favorite movie. (laughs) Um... Think Wandering Hobbit. Ooh. Ooh. Do they eat as much as hobbits? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah. I'm picturing that. I better get some tea out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Don't spike it until I'm done working, though. Spike it even while I'm working. I work better spiked. <laughs> yeah. Skullduggery just goes over to the uh, jobs listing board and just grabs a bunch of them without even looking at them and stuffs them in his pocket. There are three job postings on the board that you scrape off and put in your pocket. 
Melvin finishes clearing some of the dishes from the table and with the utmost enthusiasm says to you all, I guess if there's anything else you want to know, you can go and speak to the bartender, Cahul. I want to know how much more ale we get for free. <laughs> uh, I'm just staring at as much the as waitress you can like drink. He's crazy. The waiter like he's crazy. Can I have another pint then? Absolutely. Uh... Good. A question I have is why not just um, if you're not happy working here look for another position somewhere. It's a valid question. Yeah. Is there much in this town? I mean, there's a job board right there. Yeah, I guess I could be an adventurer like you guys. It doesn't look that hard. It's not uber hard, but it's not the easiest. You know, it depends on the adventure you're doing. <laughs> so what's like the coolest adventure you've ever done? They've all had their unique qualities. I mean, like, each one has something really cool in it. Usually. That ancient library that uh, I scoured <laughs> went through with a group a while back. That was awesome. I burnt down a town once. Accidentally. Um, oops. <laughs> just a town, no worries. I was just trying to get some milk and the stupid cow had to knock over the stupid lantern. <laughs> Did you get the milk is the most important question. Yep. Of course. Uh, you should have took the cow, that way you'd have a cow. That way you don't have to worry about going to the town to get milk. <laughs> yeah, but then I would have had to name it, and I can't come up with good names. Uh, every cow's name is Bessie, I think. <laughs> also, you'd have to, like, establish yourself somewhere where you could have the cow and someone to look after it while you went adventuring. And They don't really climb buildings well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and here we have a splat cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you kind of wouldn't get your milk that way because the cow would probably be dead by the end of it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then you could have a burger. Aw, oh, you gotta throw that into the mix. <laughs> oh, well, there are burgers. Hey, yeah. As long as there's coke involved, I'm cool. <laughs> That's true. Melvin looks to Skullduggery and points to the kitchen. If you like animals, Chef Enzo always has lots of strange animals, but 
He usually cooks them. Oh, that wait, he keeps them alive question. until he's ready to cook them. Yeah, and then if he doesn't use them, he just throws them in the basement. With Tabitha? Whoa. Also, what was her job? <laughs> I don't know if she's getting along with them or if she ate them, because, you know, she's half-orc. <laughs> so what was her work, anyway? Yeah. She was a barmaid, you know, with her feminine charm. Do you have a thing for Tabitha? <laughs> he rolls his eyes at you. Getting that too? <laughs> <laughs> Getting that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so I think... We're not going to like have a problem in the future if um, she goes splat or something, like the cow. <laughs> hey, at least we'll know we'll be getting... <laughs> Melvin looks towards the stage and says, I think Tabitha had more of a thing for the bard over there. Hmm. Oh, just the bard? Meh. <laughs> Everyone always has things for a bard. There was a bard back in... Never mind, I can't talk about that. I'm on a most wanted list there. Uh, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're all. Skullduggery goes over and looks in the bard's collection hat. Hey! What? We're with a bard. You can't steal from another one. It's going to make her trust us less and all that. True. For one thing, we need these folks working with us, and if you snag the Bard's collection, especially if they're just starting out. He's not gonna know, oh, standing right under his nose. <clears throat> I... He shrugs and walks back. Look, we'll be getting paid after this. But his tail does knock the hat over. <laughs> the coins, or the few coins from the hat, spill on the floor, and the bard, like, sighs very loudly, walks over and begins collecting them up and glares at you. I go over and help the bard pick up some coins. Know anyone named Tabitha, I ask him? Would you roll me a persuasion check, Danielle? So you're going to roll a 20-sided dice. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, what? 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 Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
Come on. Okay. Uh, so, Danielle, do you know how to roll the 20 sided dice? Oh, hey. I'm a dork. Danielle? <laughs> oh no! Oh dear. Oh, she muted herself. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime. Also, y'all can um, ask Siri to roll your dice for you, too. No, Siri's yep. on my... Or Alexa. Yep. In the meantime... Siri's Skull... working on my phone right now, so... <laughs> Skullduggery. The job postings you took. There are three of them. The first job posting reads... An evil sorcerer is in Kirk's Manor. A highly skilled adventurer is wanted to defeat the sorcerer for a hundred gold. The second job posting reads, A headless highly skilled adventurer roams the grounds of Kirk's Manor, looking for someone to kill them. Two hundred gold. And the third posting says, Kirk's Manor for sale. Please see Cutty for details. Uh, <laughs> Dang, nobody wants that manner, apparently. Yeah, he he's probably not going to look at him. <laughs> not right, right away, anyways. He will eventually. Okay, and um, while we wait for uh, Danielle, um, any other points of interest uh, by the stage is a chalkboard that has the performances that the bard is going to be acting out um, in order the performances are a midsummer's wet dream um, <laughs> much much ado about a moderate amount of things and spamlet and it looks like it's spamlet tonight <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, going for the comedy line, eh?
of a similar name, but as I recall, that one was a little dark. <laughs> any other points of interest? So, we're waiting on the person who had actually asked the bard the question about Tabitha, correct? Yes. Is there anything else anyone would like to do in the meantime? Uh, not that I know of. <clears throat> well, not for me, anyway. Melvin will come back over to clear another drink from a nearby table and ask the rest of the party. Why is your friend just standing there staring at that person? I am not sure. Um. She's like a schizophrenic sorceress and she's gonna blow the whole place up, I'm sure. Oh, thank the gods. <laughs> We're all kind of. <clears throat> oh, Danielle's here, but she's breaking up. <laughs> yep. Breaking up a lot. You now have a transformer in your party. <laughs> That's okay. Y'all were like time warpers when I first came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it happens. Yep. But yeah. Sorry, I keep breaking up again. Coming in and out. <laughs> Yeah, you got a little bit of a break up there. What I missed? Ooh, I think I'm back. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, that's much better. Okay. Welcome. I was, just, I was just busting out my tavern mini games notes. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we were gonna <laughs> have you roll a twenty-sided dice. Okay, it's still breaking up quite a bit, but um, we can kind of hear. Is this better? Yep. Yes. (laughs) Everyone's like, yep. Alright, I rolled an 8. Oh, it's going again. Let me see if I can find secret. I don't know. Okay. The internet gremlin has struck. Yeah. Yes, indeed. If you're on your phone, sometimes it helps to just go to cell. To just go to what? Go to your, your cell connection if you're on your phone. At least that's what uh, I did. Huh. That might. That might help. 
course, now you're not doing it again. Yep. Woo. My okay. AT my my internet is from AT and T, and they're so slow. The internet is so dang slow. Yeah, I don't know. The internet, <laughs> I think, in a lot of places, is just trash. So I don't know. All right, let's see if I. I think I found somewhere good. It's okay. So, far. so you rolled an eight on your persuasion. So if you can go to your skill table and tell us what the number mm-hmm. next to persuasion is. Um. All right. Let's see. The number is four. Fantastic. So you rolled an eight on the d20 or 20 sided dice so we take the 8 and because it's persuasion we add the 4 so you Mm -hmm. had a persuasion of 12 woo so as you help the bards it depends it's uh, on the spectrum (laughs) oh no (laughs) so as you help the bards pick up the coins in the small hat that he had by the stage he turns to you and says uh, I thank you for your help but what do you want to know about Tabitha? It was an accident I swear. (laughs) Well I'm kind of wondering why she just go down into the basement if she hates this place so much why go stake out there and stay? She has made it her mission to destroy this tavern. So I heard she had a thing for you, or is it, uh, reciprocated? Many women cannot resist my charm. It is not my fault that Tabitha wanted me. (laughs) 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 Good to know, good to know. Do you think she'll be successful at destroying the tavern? I hope not, or... Where the hell will I perform? Hmm. Fair point. Yep. He outstretches his hand to you and introduces himself. I am S. Willius III. I'm Mercy. Strange name. Especially strange since I used to be an assassin, but yeah. Wow, you are really open about that. It's a past life, and I'm, uh, I'm far from where I was before. Anyway, now that you've got all your coins, uh, thanks for your help. If you are trying to defeat Tabitha, perhaps I could be of assistance. Oh. Oh? How? I know the way into the basement, but in exchange for... How to get in? I need your help. Help with what exactly? I have a performance this evening, and due to my extreme personality, the rest of the performers have left. He's hmm. probably going to have you put on green makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps I might be of assistance there. Ah, a fellow bard. Of course. 
he sort of half bows in an over-the-top manner, stretching out his arm. S. Willius the third. Caden. No thirds or anything. <laughs> nice. Hello, just Caden. <laughs> if you and your friends could help me with my performance, perhaps I could help you. I don't see why we couldn't. Huh. And of course, well, all proceeds would go to S. Willius III. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> about three quarters of proceeds. <laughs> nice. Roll me another persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically understudies, man. <laughs> hey, that's compromise. <laughs> Roll a d20. Okay. Three this time. Ooh, three. Ouch. That's gross. <laughs> this is bad? This so, is bad. Yeah. So, okay. seven. Oh, yeah, S seven. Will Willius crosses his arms and says to you, No way! I understand. We're backing you up at the last second. And you've been preparing this for way longer than we've been here. <laughs> That's okay. Just let him take it all. Um, we have our come own. back later. We have It'll our own main place. mission. Question. How much are we getting for this adventure? You are getting... 400 gold worth of stool tavern gift cards that are redeemable at any stool tavern that is not a franchisee. <laughs> heck yeah. Drinks, heck Wait, yeah. Wait, I think I've heard of this scam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. I guess we could let him take all the proceeds. It's one show. How much is he really going to make? True. Give him a little chance of confidence here. Come on. I'm sure his house isn't that hard to break into. He's <laughs> a crappy actor. Yes, but Tabitha might let him in because, you know, having a thing for him and all that. Our payment is access to the basement. And Thus leading to us getting the 400 gold worth yes. of gift cards. And stool play cards or whatever. Mm -hmm. As long as I get to come back for drinks, I'm good. <laughs> there you go. So. You have a script or a layout or... I am both actor and director, which is why me and my actors had a disagreement. There are four mm. of you, and there are four roles in my play. Of course, I play the hero. Well, naturally. Naturally. I mean, who would have thought otherwise? 
I'm gonna need something stronger than ale to act in a damn play. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over to the bar. Ask uh, the bartender for who. Hmm. Kahu is a slender dragonborn with white scales. He turns to you and asks, What can I get for you? What's the strongest drink you've got? Dragon's Breath Ale. Does anyone else want a shot? It's free. Sure. Alright. Can we have four shots of dragon's be? breath, please? Three. <laughs> I'm working. Cahill <laughs> <All right. laughs> produces three small shot glasses, pours the dragon's breath ale, which is thick and black, into the glasses. And as a dragonborn, he breathes his ice breath onto the glasses to cool the drinks for you before serving them. Thanks, man. <laughs> I pick up my glass. Cheers, guys. Bottoms up. Ah, uh, getting drunk on the job. S. Willius hey, someone's will... got to help us beat this girl. S. Willius <laughs> will turn to Caden and say, I suppose they have stage fright. They are not trained as we are. Of course. In bardic pursuits, so they're kind of learning as they go. <laughs> S. Willius will. Skullduggery just puts his hand around the the guy's back and in a brotherly embrace and says, "I'm sure it's not that hard. It's bard work." Just Meanwhile, his <laughs> tail is fishing around some pockets. <laughs> Whose pockets? The bard. Hey! No! Excuse me? After he helps us. Maybe. Let's see how things go. S. Willius. struggles again. <laughs> Is S. Willius um, <laughs> hearing all this? <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I mean, maybe he felt the tail and then he heard us yell at Skullduggery. Well, he certainly heard what Skull said. I mean... In that case, he will say to Skull, I am standing right here. I know. You are quite strange. He shrugs. (laughs) S. Willius reaches into his pocket and produces his script and signals to Caden that he is ready whenever Caden is. Alright. There are four roles in Spamlet for you to play. (laughs) We have the villain, the henchman, the comic relief, who will of course be my sidekick, and a damsel. <laughs> well, I got the sidekick. Right. Just keep your hands to yourself, all right? 
<laughs> okay. Do damsels have to do the least work? On his tail. <laughs> Does any of the three of you have experience in acting at all? I'm not the kind you do on a stage. <laughs> I see. Uh, sort of. Actually, is hmm. Well. I lived with a Karnar's priest for a while. That counts. Let me ask you this, as it's your script. Who would you, uh... Who would you recommend where? I would... You know... Recommend a skilled bard such as yourself to play the villain. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do we all have scripts now? Uh, S. Willius III keeps the script very close to his chest as you ask this and says, I will give you direction. My companions will need to know what they are supposed to be saying. I, I think some access to the script to know what to say would be a good idea, but... He lowers the script, and as you look at it, it is a very rough sketch of a lady with large breasts in the middle of the stage <laughs> and a hero and a villain fighting over her. I just have a rough idea. So you have the action... Looks pretty rough. Yeah. I am an actor, not an artiste. Ah. I well. think I saw this before. You might have. Haven't we all? So. Perhaps. So there's actually counting you, there's five of us. Yes! Let me ask you all this. Who is... Because there's four of us. <clears throat> and then S. So... We're going to end up with an X. I'll be an enthusiastic crowd member who riles everyone up to put more money in your pot after the show. There if are you don't need an extra on stage. Five rolls in total, so there are four oh, there's... for you oh. guys. Right. Oh, okay. I thought there was four in total. So the comic relief, the villain, the damsel, and... The villain's henchman. The villain's oh, henchman. the henchman. I forgot that one. Okay. I'm thinking the henchman could... Mostly the henchman in most villain henchman duos I've seen tends to just sort of follow the 
villain's lead. So, you know, maybe whoever's least comfortable with improvising might take that one. The damsel, well... Skullduggery, obviously. <laughs> oh, that's gonna take some major makeup. Skullduggery's a, a rogue. You've got a disguise kit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Alright. I'm only kidding. Uh, you guys uh, pick. I was joking. Well, let's see. What happened? What happened? Did you disappear? <laughs> uh oh. Lexi. We've lost into the void she went. Who have we lost? Uh, Lexi. Lexi seems to have disappeared. Yep. Discord's a little over congested sometimes, I think. Maybe, Oof. yeah. Yeah. What happened? Oh, are you back, Lexi? <laughs> Back for a second. <laughs> Hopefully odd. she's usually dings before it when when people go in and out. Yeah. Okay, we'll put Lexi as the henchman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh Danielle, is that your character name or your name? That's my name. My Mercy. character is Mercy. Okay, I'm back. Mercy, that's right. Yay! Woo! <laughs> so, we have been asked to assist. I tell I'm you, not sure where you, is crazy. I'm not sure where you got lost, but... We have been asked to, uh, to assist S. Willius the third. Uh, the bard in his performance that he's supposed to do because he's lost all his performers. In exchange for uh, uh, what I miss, lead into the base. Yeah. I'm not sure where you got phased out. So, ah, <clears throat> me neither. Uh, uh, have have were you there when we were well, talking we about the play? We said we were going to get back in. Close and open the app. That worked. <laughs> yep. That's what I usually end up doing. Yeah. So what's the last thing you kind of uh, heard, game-wise? Uh, uh... I think when we agreed to help... Um... Help the bard. Ah, okay. Okay. Now we're picking roles. Okay. There's... So, 
I'm thinking either Mercy or Lexi's <laughs> character whose name I've forgotten. Bella. Bella? Okay. Yep. Uh, to take the damsel role. Damsel seems like the least work as long as I don't have to uh, impersonate that drawing. <laughs> Impersonate what? That drawing is oh. a script. Well, with the uh, large breasts. <laughs> the unique actors who play the roles are going to be a little bit different. Is it than... me, or does it sound like everyone's breaking up to me, or, or is it just? I think it's just it, it's just your connection. I'm not sure. It's, everybody sounds fine to me. Yeah, same here. Including you. Huh, yeah, huh. actually. Um, but yeah, sure, I'll be the damsel. All right. Then, uh, Skullduggery can take sidekick if uh, S is cool with that. All right. And ah, uh, nope. It's not just me. Hold on. There Don't. she goes again. Hey, at least you warned us this time. <laughs> that is very true. I will be right back too. I've drinking a little too much water. Okay, no problem. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, staying hydrated is important, so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I say drink as much as you need. <laughs> Hello, Jess. Jess? Sorry, uh... Hi! Another player jumped in. I was just saying hi. Oh, what? Cool. Awesome, I'm actually still eating it because I'm yapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you over there. <laughs> oh, gotta tell you, Bloody Stool Tavern is what we're work uh, the location we're in. It's called what? Bloody Stool Tavern. Ew. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My phone is madness, I tell you. Oh, yeah. Is it back now? Something like that. Yep. They need a black tar special, man. <laughs> God. <laughs> Maybe. My mom just gave me a Oh, God. How is it now, Lexi? They're in the bloody Sounds a little bit better. Tavern. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> 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 I tell you, to... one day I'm gonna go into AT and T and say, "I want my money back." <laughs> well, yeah, there is, but it's gross either way you look at it. <laughs> yeah, now I gotta find my dice roller again. Regardless. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's where we're at. Don't forget to try the black tar bourbon. Oh, God. Oh, no. 
So yeah, that was uh <laughs> I'm back. Hey, Scout. Woo. Yes, that was my real life server again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lexi, how there are you go. doing there? That's much better. Fantastic. Much better. <laughs> Yay! No idea why my Woo! phone keeps Everyone's hanging here. up though. It's weird. No problem. Okay, let's jump back to it. So you guys are picking your okay. roles. I have here um, Skullduggery as the comic relief, Mercy as the damsel, and S. Willius III as the hero. Of course. And I think Caden <laughs> had been asked to do the villain, so... <laughs> Okay. Sounds good. So that leaves Lexi, or sorry, Bella as the henchman. <laughs> well, I gotta be evil. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> that works. Yeah, whatever. S. Willius puts his script back into his satchel by the stage. And turns to the party and asks them, Are you ready to begin? Let's do this. I'm in. Yep. He goes on the stage and introduces himself. I am S. Willius III, actor extraordinaire, director, and thespian. He introduces the play as Spamlet and um, calls everyone onto the stage, um, Mercy, Bella, Skull, and Caden, to take a bow. Caden also would have um, made sure anybody had any like disguises they needed or anything. Otherwise, <laughs> you remain yeah. the way you looked before. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Skull does a little flourish with his coat and bows. After... With a... Go ahead. As does Caden, the, uh, giving the sort of villainous, uh, <laughs> you know, the melodrama villainous look. <laughs> I do a little twirl and a curtsy. And afterwards, you exit the stage, and S. Willius prepares you for your performance. So we're going to have a few skill checks here as we begin the play. S. Willius turns to Mercy, and with the least amount of direction possible, says, Introduce yourself as the damsel, and say how much you love me, the prince. <laughs> oh god <laughs> I am princess whatever of somewhere <laughs> I... you can think of anything else that works <laughs> and I love this beautiful hunk so much that I got his name tattooed on my big toe. <laughs> but I am being kept away from him by this this terrible, terrible villain 
Who wants his name tattooed on my other big toe? <laughs> well, why shouldn't I? <laughs> because you have not earned such an honor, and you never will. <clears throat> ah, but when everything comes to fruition, you will. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Nice. So, Mercy, in your declaration of love for the handsome prince, uh, you're going to require to succeed a deception check for that. So, <laughs> if you roll us a d20 and then look up your deception skill. Roll a d20. Eleven. Ooh. All right. Eleven. So high numbers are good. I'm gathering. This. Yes, high numbers yeah. are very good. I think good. that's in most games. <laughs> and then if you can look up your deception skill for us on your character sheet. Five. So you got a total of sixteen there. Ooh. The crowd roars okay. with applause at your fantastic performance as you deceive them with your love for the prince. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Bella S. Willius turns to you and says quickly get out there and silence the damsel drag her off stage Bella drags the damsel off stage okay and we're going to have you well roll well done my henchman <laughs> we're going to have you roll an intimidation check to Scare the audience with your presence. <laughs> How do you do this? <laughs> so, if you roll a d20 for us. Dang it. Yay, I did it! Oops. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, somebody got phased oh, out no. man again. <laughs> oh no. Okay, we can come back to that as we're working our way through. Just give me a moment. Just gonna mark. Oh, I got it. Okay, great. I got a dot over here. Can roll for it. Computer. Roll a d20. Seriously? A two. Okay. <laughs> and that if you can go to your character sheet, if possible. And under your skills section, you'll find intimidation. Alrighty. Here we go. This might take a while. The crowd is still going crazy for the damsel's terrific performance as she's being dragged off stage. And as they're applauding, Mercy hears someone say, Wow, I really think she loves that guy from, from what she said. Like, really? In real life? <laughs> 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 mm. 
yep, this might take. ¿Dónde estamos? Okay. Um, as Lexi looks up Bella's intimidation under skills, S. Willius turns to Caden and says, It's now my time to shine. And then looks over at Skull and says, Watch and learn. He gets out on the stage and begins to spin and flail the fake sword, quickly dropping the sword, stumbling and almost falling. And someone even boos him as he stands upon the stage. Um, Skull tries to uh, shadow him step for step. (laughs) As he clambers back up and tries to recover, S. Willius III turns to Skull and says, Quickly, get out here and tell me that the damsel has been kidnapped. Make it sad. What's uh, S's name in the in the play? He hasn't told you that. He just said he's the go. hero or the prince. Okay, Lexi, how'd you get on? Uh... <laughs> yep. What am I looking for again? Uh, your intimidation skill, the value of it. Skills. Okay. Oops. Enter number of dice. One. Enter size. Two. Zero. I don't see it. Move. There. Now I got my roll up. Okay. So it'd be under the skills tab of your character sheet. Are, are you guys using um, D&D Beyond? Or? Uh, no, Lexi's just using like an Excel character sheet we have. Is You can have ah. free character sheets in D&D Beyond, right? Six. Six free ones. Aha! That's where... Caden comes two. From. A two. So two plus two, you got four. Oh no. Oh, that <laughs> sucks. <laughs> okay. As you drag the damsel off stage, you trip over and you both fall on the floor as you get up <laughs> and try to recover and walk off the stage. The applause from Mercy's outstanding performance dies down as you both clamber back to your feet and leave the stage. Followed by this, S. Willius makes a total fool of himself as he trundles onto the stage and trips over. And he orders Skullduggery to come on the stage, tell him the damsel has been kidnapped, and he specified, make it sad. Skull runs up on the stage, waving his hands all frantically. Prince, Prince, the bogus uh, villain has like taken the princess... And it's totally time to go Neo all over this place. <laughs> okay, Skull. You're gonna roll Not me. That's comic relief there. You're gonna roll me a performance check, please. Lovely. 
Oh crap! I got a three. Oh, a three. Yay. And what is that? What your skill for performance? It's it's only a plus two, so total of five. Okay. <laughs> People sort of just sit and stare as you wave your arms and scream to the prince, and the two of you just quietly exit the, exit the stage to total silence. Um, <laughs> as they come off the stage, S. Willius turns to Caden frantically and says, Get out there and show everyone how evil you are. Take the damsel if you need. I get up there. And actually, it is just, just me. Well. This beautiful damsel is under my... Uh, under my guard. She will not be going back to her prince anytime soon. Am I still dragged off somewhere? <laughs> I tried, but we fell on the floor. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Caden, roll me an intimidation check. Intimidation. Okay. <clears throat> Let me get my page back up. Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh my God! You hear a woman wow. scream in the audience, <laughs> and then you hear <laughs> the parents of a young boy at the front saying, "He is literally pissed in his trousers here." Oh my God! This is terrifying. <laughs> As everyone is in awe at your amazing performance here. <laughs> As you exit the stage with your head held high and everyone scared, S. Willius turns to Bella. We need to get in there and fight. We need to show them a real performance as I take you down. S. Willius III runs onto the stage with his um, fake sword. And um, Bella, you're going to run on and fight S. Willius. But you you need to fake it because this is a play after all. And you don't really want to hit him. True. So, we're going to explain to you and Danielle here quickly how combat works. So again it's just rolling a d20 um, to make things easier for you you have a long sword uh, you're proficient with so you're going to roll us a d20 and you're going to add 5 to it as your result and you want that to be lower than S. Willius III's armor class. So your armor class determines how easy or difficult it is for someone to hit you. So for example, if someone's armor class is 10, if you roll higher than a 10, you hit them. And that's basically how that works. So he's got an armor class of 11, you're going to roll a d20, add 5, and hope that it's less than 11. 
So I basically just say roll a d20 plus 5? Yep. Yeah. Or you can just add the 5 after. Either way. Ooh. Computer. Roll a d20. 1. Seriously? <laughs> 6. Oh. oh, that's equal. Plus <laughs> 5. Say... So it's 11, so if it is equal to their armor class... No, 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 no. It was 1, then I added 5. Oh, so fantastic. Uh, you do an okay, excellent good. performance of faking blows with S. Willius as you go back and forth, swinging your swords at each other, not <laughs> actually hitting. People are going, oh my god! And the child that wet himself is having his eyes covered by his parents as they fear <laughs> for him. I don't think they should have brought him to see this play. How old is he, like... Seven, eight? <laughs> <laughs> no children allowed! <laughs> At the end of the fight, S. Willius puts his sword gently under your armpit and whispers, Quickly pretend to die! Bella oh, falls to the ground. Okay. Everyone cheers. They all stand and raise their hands above their heads as they're, they're cheering. Um, S. Willius grabs Bella and they run from the stage. Um, S. Willius turns to Caden and Mercy and tells you, Get out there and hold this knife to the damsel's throat. Make it look like you are going to kill her. Very well. I get up there with the Pretty much, basically, um, I'm assuming, forcing the damsel to uh, come with me. I try to run and scream, I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! Get back here, you hussy! Oh no! She's running, I'm chasing after her. I run into the audience and try to crowd the surf, but then fall flat back onto the stage. <laughs> At which point the knife comes in sta- stage style, of course. Mm-hmm. Not actually to do harm to the actress. Nice. Um, basically, uh, you know, Hold doing on a the second. Whole- Shut it, dog! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, gotta have some real life in the performance. (laughs) Uh oh, is the tavern guard dog going off again? Yep. Um. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Saying to her. Renounce your prince or face the consequences. Oh no, but he is he is such a lovely prince and such a great actor. Audience, don't don't, don't you agree? He's like this uh, every day and and I just love him so much. Really? I do, I do. That's flat out refuser right there. <laughs> A man who can't even keep 
his feet under him. He was trying his best. Maybe, maybe he had a few too many shots of dragon's breath. <laughs> I'm thinking that probably gets a laugh. Yep, that'll work. Some who have had some dragon's breath. <laughs> There's a small cheer, and an especially loud one from a guy at the back of the audience who's like, Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Caden, keeping the straight, stern, villainous face, villainous expression, turns to her. We can do this until you surrender yourself to me. I will not, I will, what do you even want of me? What's well, not to want of you? I'm sure you could find some other damsel somewhere, be the hero. All of that stuff. I mean, the prince hasn't come to save me yet. Might as well try negotiating, or he could hurry up. Whichever. You see, he has not even come to save you. Oh, he will, he will. Okay. Well, he's going to have to get through me. What we're going to do is here is a skill check with what's called an assist. So when, okay. when someone's doing a skill check and someone helps them, so when there's two party members, the person gets advantage on their role. Advantage means that they get to roll 2d20 and use the highest value of one of those rolls. So if you roll a 10 and a 15, you use the 15 because it's an advantage. So, Caden, as you're a bard, roll a performance check at an advantage. Okay. You get the... Uh... Oh wow! <laughs> what? Two thirteen. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Both of your combined performances are so good that people's eyes are glued to you as they watch and they're all in utter silence as they wait for what happens next. As the audience is silent, lingering from your performance, S. Willius quickly looks to Skullduggery. Quickly, get out there and kick Caden in the ass as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yep. 
So what does yeah. Gal do here? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I I was focused on something else. What was uh? What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh no! S. Williams has, has asked you to kick the villain in the ass as hard as you can. My pleasure. <laughs> He's gonna run up on the stage, uh, do a little like jump karate kick to Ooh, the uh, nice. derriere. <laughs> <laughs> jitsu, no. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> Roll us an acrobatics check. <laughs> this should be good. That would be a 13 plus 4 and 17. Oh! You fly through the air from one side of the stage, and Caden flies off of the other end of the stage after oh, being no. booted so hard in the ass. And you successfully <laughs> oh, no. save the damsel as S. Willius runs onto the stage. I was supposed to fight him! Thank you, my loyal sidekick guy! He walks over and grabs <laughs> the damsel. I'm here, honey. Oh, that's wonderful. I've missed you so, so much. Please get easy on my hair. He uh, <laughs> turns to the audience uh, and says, The damsel has been saved! And everyone begins to applaud as he invites the rest of the party back on the stage to take a bow. <laughs> Yay! Dang, I wasn't even a part of the audience, and I enjoyed that story. <laughs> Skull Duggery is going to use a little um, thaumaturgy to project like a little voice in the back of the crowd saying, Standing ovation! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Everyone begins to stand and clap, and except the young boy who soiled himself. Shame. Yeah, I don't think he's standing anytime soon. No. As the applause dies down, there were eight skill checks in that performance, and as a collective, you succeeded five. So um, S. Williams gets a large amount of money. His hat is overflowing with gold, and he looks very happy. And he's there you go. smiling, counting the gold. Want me to count it? No, <laughs> it's all the money. <laughs> I think Skull should count it. After all, he saved the damsel. Yeah. S. Willius pulls the gold close to his chest and says, Do you want the information or not? I would prefer the information over the gold, frankly. I don't know. How much gold you... is there? Is it worth <laughs> more than 400 um, Yugo bucks or whatever? <laughs> S. How much gold does he get? I'm kind of curious now. Four hundred in gift cards, uh, Lexi. Oh, what the heck! <laughs> oh, I Lots think of drinks, meant, yo. I think she meant <laughs> the uh, bounty for um, the play. Yeah.
S. Willius locks the money up in his small satchel by the stage and then he walks back over to the party and uh, waits to give you the information he promised. So. So. What have you got for a lead? Down in the basement, there is a door that locks Tabitha away. And that door has become enchanted. S. Willius points to the bathrooms of the tavern and explains to you how a druid druid runs a potion shop from inside the washroom and mixes most of the potions in the toilets and due to the leaky pipes on the toilets the potions dripped all over the door and now it has a mind of its own. <laughs> oh dear. Man, this is this is reminding me of uh, the Harry Potter scene when they were going into the chamber of <laughs> and freaking out Myrtle in the bathroom. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Really. Uh, S. Willius then goes on to explain the door hates bad manners, so if you want to get through, don't do what most do and just open the door or it will punch you in the face. You must <laughs> knock first. Of course. So much for don't let the door hit you. Well, that's kind of the goal is not to let the door hit us. Yep, pretty um, much. <laughs> <laughs> the door in the basement can be found through the tavern kitchen. Ah. We'll have to go to the toilet. <laughs> that should make things interesting. All of Chef, what's his name's, uh, various creatures. Chef, what's his? All right, some of them in the basement too. Some of those creatures. Enzo or something. Yep. Our chef that has those creatures in the same room with the Tabitha. She. Sorry, what was that, Mercy? Are Chef Enzo's animals in the same room as Tabitha? Are they cornered off somewhere? Seems like an interesting place to stay with a bunch of strange animals. Are I you... see why she hates the place. <laughs> are you asking S. Willius or are you making an observation? Asking S. Willius. Okay, he responds by saying, Tabitha has a soft spot for small furry animals. I believe she has most of them in there with her. Not that I would know, of course. Hmm. <laughs> but the ones that she knows just has. Tell you. <laughs> Skullduggery looks a little sheepish as he sticks a fork full of steak in his mouth. The ones that uh, are uh, with Enzo, though. Because as I remember, Enzo had some actually in the kitchen, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. wonder if they're worth any money. Good observation. 
They better be. <laughs> we shall see. Got to go through the kitchen anyway, so. Yep. Our GM seems to have vanished. Hello, how can I help? There you are! Are you just letting us talk it out? Yes. Oh, okay. I was just confirming that, indeed, there were animals in the kitchen with Enzo. Are you asking S. Willius? Well, um, we already got that information from the bartender guy. That there was... About the basement, that he put animals down there, and that he cooked yeah, some animals in the kitchen. Yeah, he also said there were a few... Yeah, he said there were a few in the kitchen, too. Yeah, so the question I'm said. asking, yes, Willius, the animals in the kitchen, are they cordoned off? to have to uh, get through them. I believe he usually has them in pots or pans. Ah. Perfect. Okay. Poor creatures. <laughs> that works for me. What do you say? Shall we do this? Yep, Why let's not? go. Ready for Onward. anything. As you walk away, S. Willius III calls out behind you. Everyone will remember the name Small Willius III. And walks away. Proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> As you approach the kitchen, there is a sign nailed to the wall above the kitchen doorway that... Do any of you speak gnomish? Um... I remember what my... You speak Sylvan and... Something else. I gotta look at my languages here. <clears throat> I have no idea what that means, even though I knew that, uh... Being a human gives language me one language. Yeah, it is. It is gnome language. Cool. So I have comprehend languages. I only speak Japanese and Spanish, so you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a sign nailed above the kitchen doorway. It's written in gnomish, and as you move through the wooden doorway, you are met by a long kitchen. It's almost like a hallway. Um, with cooking appliances on either side um, in this sort of ship's galley of a kitchen you can hear the sounds of animals behind cupboard doors and in cages that you can't quite see and in the middle is a gnome chef standing there and he turns and calls out to the party hello my friends how can I help <laughs> I am sure you know of the dealing with Tabitha situation. Uh-huh. We uh, need to get down into the basement. Of course! You can go down anytime you like! Awesome. Try to make sure we stay out of your way. <laughs> yes, of course. As he says, yes, of course, um, you hear a loud snap. And as you look over, the leather band on the top of Enzo's cooking pot 
very large cauldron has come off. The lid flies onto the ceiling and eight large tentacles come out and begin to whip all over the kitchen, knocking pots and pans everywhere. Enzo immediately pulls a butcher's knife from beneath his robe and, and screams out, On God! and runs for cover. And now there are eight very large tentacles in this small hallway of a kitchen between you and the door leading down to the basement. My apologies, but I think we're going to have to deal with your uh, intended ingredient. <clears throat> Octopus much? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could probably duck under everything, but y'all... <laughs> you can attempt to if you want to, or you can go into combat. It's up to you. Well, okay, I, I do jump. not have Gnomish, but I do have Comprehend Languages if we should need it. Um, ah! So, do you begin combat, or are you looking for other options? Well, most of them are taller than the, uh, um, than the, where the tentacles are coming out, right? So it is a very large cauldron. This is about five feet high. Oof. Um, can I jump? Awesome, uh, chopped vegetables into the, uh, the pot there. Sorry, what was that? Skull's gonna toss some chopped vegetables into the uh, <laughs> pot there. <laughs> Make an octopus soup. <laughs> I find a jug of dragon's breath on one of the counters in the kitchen and also throw it into the cauldron. Okay. Maybe that'll get it drunk. I don't know. I don't know how octopuses work. Of course, if it's drunk, you know. I wanna just jump over stuff. Drunk, so. After throwing the dragon's breath into the cauldron, the tentacles seem a bit more wobbly than before. <laughs> I want to jump over it. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll me an athletics check. So athletics is on your skill page again. So take the number for athletics, roll a d20, and then add the two together. So which one should I do first? Um, whatever's easiest for you. you could pr probably roll the dice first because it gives you a good idea of how you're going to do. Computer, roll a d20. Seriously? What would everyone else like to do? I am ducking under. Got okay. a five when I rolled the die. I'm gonna. Oof. I think I have a rapier. Uh, You're gonna fight it. I try to slash off the tentacle that's uh, closest to me. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have everyone roll what's called initiative. So you're okay. all gonna roll one d twenty. 
and then you're going to add your initiative to that. So that's under your combat stats usually for your character. Um, Bella gets hmm. a plus four to that. Do I have anything under initiative? What am I looking for exactly? Um, for your skill check, it was your athletics. Where would I find that? Under the skills tab on your character sheet. I don't see initiative. Let's see. I got a 20, by the way. Nice. I'm trying to remember how to. Not a natural 20, just add it up. No problem. Alright, I'm going to have to... I do not see initiative. No problem. You are a rogue. Uh, Do you have your dexterity? Uh, That was taken from strength. Oh no, that's a lie. I see it. Uh, Hold on. That's ten. For both. For both? Okay. All right, I'm going to have to pump this up a little bit to so hear this. That's 5 plus 5, which is 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, dexterity was 14, and then the modifier was like 2, two. I think. Yeah, like. so you oh. just roll a d20 and add 2 for your initiative. Oh, okay. I'm last with a 4. <laughs> roll a d20. Rolling. It's 7 this time. 7 plus 2. Ooh, wow. 9. Okay. Just give me one moment. I'll get this all ready. I don't know about you guys, but I am really enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, same. Me too. One thing I love about this, no two game sessions are the same. Yeah, I could could see that being a thing. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) at least no two, you know, gaming... Um, I mean, you might have some similarities when you get into longer campaigns, but no two group storylines and so forth are going to necessarily be the same. <laughs> yeah. Can characters carry over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. If you're playing a... Um, there's... Like he said, this is a one-shot. If you... want to, you could also find groups that are, um... more long-term. And... you know, that, that kind of meet on a however regular basis, depending on the group. And so you can you can actually like play the same character months. So you can play it as many times as you want, like with the same character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and cool. since this is a one shot, you could take uh, Bella, for example, to another game table and either keep her as she is, you know, or make adaptations if the, you know, 
for, say, different circumstances or settings. You know. Oh, cool. All and your numbers and you, stats uh, level are... and stuff, so you get different things as you continue through the, the, the game. Yeah. Okay. Hold on a sec. Computer? What time is Coco? it? Oh. So we've rolled oh, cool. initiative. So we have our values for initiative. And your initiative determines when you go in combat. So the higher your number, it means that you go first. And the lower the number means you go closer to last. So as a result of the initiative, Skullduggery is going to go first. So Skull, you stand in the kitchen with a small gnome in cover behind a turned over stool with a butcher's knife above his head, eight tentacles reaching out, smashing pots and pans everywhere. A couple of them look a little drunk. <laughs> your party stand behind you. Um, Bella is getting ready to run and try to jump through the tentacles and it looks like Caden may be trying to sneak under them. What would you like to do? Okay, how close is the uh, gnome to me? So, it's far enough away that it can't hit you in melee combat, but it's close enough that you can move towards it if you choose to. So, in theory of the mind, uh, I try to avoid using the five-foot um, distancing and just say to people, you're either in range or you're not. So, you're not in range for it to hit you, but you're close enough to move towards it and hit, hit any of the tentacles if you choose. The cauldron oh. is also close enough for you to move to. No, I meant the, the little gnome guy. Yeah, little gnome guy's just in front of you guys. Does he have a hat on? Yeah, he's got a chef's hat that's taller than him. Alright, I'm going to take the chef's hat and put it on my head. <laughs> he, he's not going <laughs> to resist, he's just going to look around at you in shock. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Can't cook squid without a chef's hat. It'd be like sacrilege or something. He True. quickly turns his attention back to the giant tentacles. Alright, um... I guess... I'll try to throw a dagger at the tentacles. Go for it. So roll to hit. Uh, that's a nine on the dice. Uh, what's the dag? What, what do I add with daggers? So daggers would depend on your proficiency. So you're a rogue. Uh, we'd assume that you get a plus five. That's not for sure, but I'd assume you would. So if you rolled a nine, that would probably be a twelve. Sorry, I'm just looking for my weapons. Yeah, go for it. So, um, what Steven did there was he did what um, Lexi did earlier and rolled to hit the tentacle so you have to get the same value or higher as the tentacle's armor class to hit it is the way that it works 
your roles are basically how successful are you at accomplishing whatever you want. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, just throwing a dagger is just dexterity, isn't it? I believe so. So I imagine. Do you have pr proficiency? proficiency? I think. I think I do, but it's not listed here, so I'm not. I'm not. I'd assume I that you would as a rogue, so you can add your proficiency. So my dexterity uh, modifier would be a four, and I rolled a nine. It's Eleven so plus proficiency 13. would probably be two. So four plus two, six, nine, fifteen. Yes. Okay, you throw your dagger at the tentacle and slam it, hits right into it, roll some damage for me. So now what Steven is going to do is he's going to roll damage to see how much damage he inflicts on the tentacle. Uh, just nice. 1d6, right? Yeah. It only hit one. one oh wow, I got a 6. Yay! Fantastic! Yay. Describe to he us how it. how Skull throws his dagger at this tentacle and kills it. Uh, is that the end of my turn? Yeah, and you you killed the tentacle. How how does uh, Skull throw his daggers and and kill this tentacle? Uh, okay, so he. Just stands up, um, winds back like he's about to throw the winning pitch at a ball game. <laughs> just <laughs> tosses the the dagger and uh, it, it flies into the uh, the pot and hits the tentacle. Fantastic. Okay. He's dead. No. <laughs> Part one of eight dead. Yep. Oh, I just remembered there were more. <laughs> Bella, you rolled an athletics check. You attempt to run through the tentacles and dash your way through, but unfortunately, one of the tentacles manages to grab you. It wraps around your leg and starts to whip you through the air as you struggle to break free. Um, so you are going to roll a strength saving throw so you're going to uh, roll 1d20 and add your strength save which will be under your abilities computer roll a d20 Ooh. what'd you get that's a good number i got a 16 okay nice. even without your strength save you succeed uh, as the tentacles grappling... Hold on, not done yet. Okay. <laughs> I gotta look at the sheet. <laughs> sure, yeah. Ooh, thank God for a sword. And slice this thing. If this works. Let's see. What am I looking for? Oh, it was your strength save. So it's under abilities. And it would be um, your saving throw for your strength. Uh, 
Uh, by the way, just for future reference, it was actually, I should have rolled a 1d4. A 1d4 for a dagger? Yeah. Yay, there we go. Um... I don't see anything in here. Oh, let me check for you. Just give me a minute. Your strength save is five, so you add five to your roll. Okay, I think I'm getting there. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wow. Okay. You break free from the tentacle and slam onto the ground, but you've recovered. It's the end of your turn, but you're free from the octopus tentacle. Okay. Yay. Let me just check. Take that. <laughs> okay. And next up is Mercy. It's your turn. You can do whatever you want, whatever you think. Mercy would do. Hmm. I. Rummage through my bag for a weapon. Um. Find a rapier. Um. And then. Go right next to where Skullduggery hit that tentacle. Uh. Go to the closest one to that. Mm-hmm. And in a slashing arc, try to cut it. Okay. You can hear that metal ring out against the pot. So you're going to roll us 1d20. And right. then we'll figure out the rest. Roll a d20. It's 13 this time. 13. Okay, even without adding your additional modifiers, it hits, but um, for Rapier, um, do you have it on your sheet, the hit modifier? Like, what you add to your dice to hit it? Uh, I did. Google Docs did not like saving my things. Let's see. No problem. Oh, my combat thing is... Yeah, no. Dang it. No I liked problem. what I got last time. <laughs> well, what's your dexterity? Uh, do, do, oh, it's do. two. Hold on. So... Yeah. Yeah, so you'd add that, and I imagine your proficiency. <coughs> so you'd add four. Woo! So 17... And you're going to roll damage uh, with a rapier. So instead of a d20, it's probably going to be a d6. Roll a d6. Rolling. It came up six. Ooh, six. 
Okay, how does oh, uh, yeah. Mercy murder this poor tentacle? <laughs> uh, the tentacle comes off, bounces against the side of the pot. Um, I turn the flame on one of the burners, cook the tentacle, and uh, <laughs> eat it. Okay. <laughs> and for next time you use your rapier, it's 1d8 you get to use to... Uh, hit with it. So that's uh, how much yeah. damage you'll do. Cool. <clears throat> okay. Before Caden's turn, unfortunately, it's the octopus's turn. Or octopi. Or octopus. I don't know. But it's their turn. <laughs> and the tentacles fl oh. flip around and flail wildly. Um, the only person within range would be Bella and Mercy. So, as you were both engaged in melee and one was grappled, so they're going to try to hit you both. Um, one success on Bella. Two. Okay. Bella and Mercy. You both take one damage as the tentacles flail around and whip at you. Ooh. So, out of your hit points, you've lost one each. Caden, we come to your turn as these tentacles whip around, get cut in half, and things are being thrown around the kitchen. What would you like to do? Is this before or after I have a sneak past it? Um, you hadn't rolled your sneak yet, so you can cancel that decision if you want to. But you can. Uh, I think to. I will because things have happened. Everybody go. <laughs> um. Or is it me who went? <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah, I think I will stick with my plan because okay. I'm thinking to get ahead to that door and start working with that. You know. To be ready when the tentacles are gone, but I'm also ready to defend if I need to. Okay. So would that be a dex roll then? Yeah, it'd be stealth check. Okay, let me find my stealth here. Did I miss anything? Um, Caden is going to attempt a stealth check to try and sneak past the tentacles. Good luck, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Stealth is plus two. Ooh. Okay. I already got thrown 21. in. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Fantastic. Nice. nice. GMA likes me today. So, just for Lexi and Danielle's reference, his stealth check is being rolled against the octopus's Passive perception, which is his ability to notice things, and his is a 12, so Caden absolutely smashed it and stealths past. Describe to us, Caden, how you yes. sneak your way sneakily past these tentacles. Well, very simple. Caden is uh, pretty short. Caden focuses on being the least visible thing in the room. Um, 
just kind of keeping low, using their shortness to their advantage, and just kind of slipping aside, you know, kind of right, kind of under no beneath notice, basically. Excellent. You successfully sneak to the other side of the kitchen. You're now by the door for your next turn. Awesome. And that counts as your action, so unless you want to do anything else... I think I'm good at the moment. Okay. Next, we come to Enzo's turn. Enzo is tinkering with something... And he looks up at Skullduggery and hands out a black metallic metallic ball to uh, Skullduggery and shouts up to you amongst all the noise in the kitchen. You have to try and throw it into the pot. Uh, is this going to make something go boom really big? As you ask this, he ignites the fuse on the metal ball. Skull is gonna very quickly uh, try to toss the, the, the ball into the pot. Okay, roll a oh, d20. No. Oh, that's a nine. Uh-oh. I got a six. Okay, and you're... What am I adding to that? I hope. Your dexterity. Okay, so that's just a plus two. The bomb completely misses the pot and goes over oh, it. No. Shoot! Yep. Roll me 3d6, please. Okay, you throw the bomb and it completely misses the cauldron and explodes behind it, flipping the cauldron over and sending octopus flying out of the cauldron towards you guys closer, its teeth snapping at you as it gets closer to Mercy and Bella. Its tentacles are now close enough to try and grab at Skull and Enzo. And we come back to the top of the turn order with Skull. That and that bomb throw does not count as your action. You still have an action. Okay. Um, does it take a full action to draw my rapier? I'll, as seeing as we're in a one shot and we're going through combat pretty quickly, it won't count as an action, though. No. All right, then I'll just uh, assume my rapier is uh, out for. <laughs> Whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's and, uh, out. <laughs> we will take a swing at it. Okay. 
no. It was a roll of six. Plus four, plus two. I think that's two. Yeah, oh yeah, he is proficient with it, so it's plus four, so total of ten. You miss with your rapier as you swing at the tentacles as they come scuttling towards you across the ground. Um, is there anything else Skull would like to do before the end of his turn? Uh, <laughs> apologize and cringe backwards a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he was kerfuffled. Bella, you stand surrounded by tentacles with a giant octopus gnashing its teeth towards you. What would you like to do? Can I shoot? Can you what, sorry? Like shoot the actual octopus instead of the tentacles? Yeah, sure. Um, Yay! Go for the central part of the operation. Yeah, we'll Fair ignore... Point, yeah. We'll ignore um, rules of disadvantage for being at point-blank range, and we'll just roll normal to hit with it, uh, so I don't want to confuse you. <laughs> yep, very much already done. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> We're just going to roll a d20, and um, you're using your longbow, so you're going to roll a d20, and you're going to add six. Computer, roll a d20 plus six. Oi! Computer! Roll a d20. 19. Ooh! Yes! 19. Ooh, that definitely hits. And then you're gonna roll (laughs) 1d8 and add 4. Did did we do the plus 6 for the other one? Um, to that, that, that just hits anyway. Unless you roll a 20. Uh, without any modifiers, it just uh, hits as normal. Ah, because I didn't, I didn't do the modifier thing, so. Yeah. You definitely hit. <laughs> ah, cool, cool. Yeah, at okay. that point. So roll, roll what now? You're gonna roll one eight-sided dice, and you're gonna add four. Computer, roll six. Six. Fantastic. Tell, wow. tell us how, how Bella shoots. You, How do you do that? Um, she pulls the, the string and stands still staring at the octopus. Concentration, of course. And she fires, letting the arrow um, loose at breakneck speed. The octopus roars. <laughs> as the arrow hits it and we now come to Mercy's turn as you stand eye to eye with this giant octopus gnashing at you now with an arrow in the side of its head I have one uh, uh, flask left from being an assassin I don't know if it's liquor or poison since I had a lot of both at one point Uh, we'll open a flask and while it gnashes Throw the liquid straight at its mouth. Okay. Roll a d20 and add your dexterity. So a d20 plus two. 
Roll a d20. Okay. Eight. Eight. Plus two. Plus two. Yeah. You throw the flask. Roll me one d4. A four-sided dice. Roll a d4. <laughs> Rolling. It's one this time. One. <laughs> okay, you completely oh! missed the octopus. And you hit Enzo in the head with the flask as it smashes over him and knocks him unconscious. Oh, dang! Rip Enzo, I guess. Okay. That's Mercy's turn. We come back to the octopus as it gnashes at you, tries to get you. Let me just roll very quickly. It gnashes its teeth at Bella after being hit with an arrow, but misses her as Bella moves out of the way of its jagged teeth. And then it swings its tentacles at everyone. It misses Mercy as she moves out of the way. Bella dodges another one. Caden is unnoticed at the back by the door. And Skull, you get whipped by a tentacle and take one damage. Dang it, oof. Caden, it's your turn. Are they alive? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, Caden has <laughs> muted themselves. Oh, there you go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay. Yes, I thought I was unmuted and I wasn't. <laughs> Bright bright mute button means it's uh, actually muted. Darker mute button means it's actually not muted. Okay. Ah. I've got the order straight. Well, won't really help me much, but hey, at least I know something. (laughs) 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 Um, Well, I kind of do use what side I have, so. (laughs) Nice. A little bit. Okay. I need to look up my rapier. Dang it. The last group I used D&D Beyond with, um, we had a, uh, we had a, we actually used Avery, which... Oh, um, we've got that one here. Has the plus of being able to, um... Oh, what's the word I want? You can import your character sheets at Avray. Yeah, and so yeah. I Oh, just... cool. We, we have that one here um, in the Discord, so you can use it. What's its prefix, though? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me check. Because I know you had dice parser as the exclamation point, so. Oh, cool. If anybody ever wants to a place to just try things on Discord before you put them into a game or something, mm. let me know. I have. Sorry, a... I got another call. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, I have a certain testing things. Huh. Cool. If anyone's interested. What? Huh? What it's, I mean? In total honesty, we just we just try them out in uh <laughs> okay, so yeah, to roll dice is exclamation point R followed by the dice you want to roll. Okay, so you got two conflicting prefixes what going does on that there. <laughs> yeah, so they both go at the same time. Oh, that's on a certain like dice rolling app. Yeah, it's in the Discord. I'm just gonna try. It. There are what are called bots. Mm-hmm. The. I was wondering what that was about. Yeah, I did see that earlier. I, I thought I was just being weird. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't want to work. I'm looking for my. Did I not put my? Try Bear with me. I'm getting. Yeah, oh, hey. Time. Yep. No rush. <laughs> Lexi's eating. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm also about to do something very murky. Some rum cake. So. <laughs> Oh, nice. Oh, Lord. Is, is, there, is there any generic information you want on the rapier? Because, like, I've, I've got it, too. Yeah, I'm just looking for the basic, like, to hit. Uh, plus two. Plus two with a rapier? What? That is what I have written down. I hope that's correct. It, so, if you're proficient with it, you'd get plus two, and then you'd add your dexterity as well. I'd imagine that you're proficient with it. If if you yeah if you're a rogue it, you're yeah. so it's weapon weapon mod plus um, dex plus proficiency so just dex plus proficiency I don't think okay. there's a modifier for the rapier on its own okay so I guess what I need is really is the damage then one d eight. Alright. Yep. Here comes the to hit. Yeah. And that's piercing, of course. 22. Oh, dang. 22. Was that a natural twit? No, that would have been an 18 or so that you got. It was 18. Yeah. It would have been, um, yeah. Yeah, roll some damage. Woo! D8. Five for the weapon damage. Excellent. Um, I forget what what is finesse do? I keep forgetting. The the what? Sorry. Finesse. Finesse. That strength or dexterity. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Right. You can use hmm. whichever's higher. So yeah. Um. Out of nowhere, Caden dives in. Hopefully going um for this for the center, if not catching the tentacle that's nearest. 
um, and just comes straight in with a rapier cut. Okay, I was assuming that you were going for the octopus itself, the center. Yes. Okay, yeah, yes. absolutely, you hit that. Awesome. But you're a bard, and... so you get no sneak attack, unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. No. Oh. But, five rapier damage. Yay! Yeah. At this point, the octopus is looking very beaten up. It's been half-cooked, shot, and stabbed. <laughs> it's not doing too and well. And shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see if Enzo wakes up this turn. Enzo does not wake up. He just lays on the floor, groaning <laughs> beneath Skullduggery. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, so is it my turn? You might want to start by getting off of Enzo. <laughs> oh, am I, am, am, am I on top of Enzo? <laughs> 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 that would probably be easier for him to get up that way. Skull, it's your turn. No, you, no, yes, it is. Because I did my technical turn. It's your Kaden turn. Kaden was last, so. <laughs> yeah. And then Enzo and Enzo didn't get up, so. Yeah, it's Skull's turn. Okay, I guess we're gonna go for a sneak attack. And that's probably gonna miss. <laughs> I only got a five. And oh, no. plus four, which is nine, so it's not gonna. I'm gonna fall. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, tentacle ooze on the floor, so, you know, it's kind of hard to keep your footing. It's a swing sense. and a miss for Skull. And so we come to Bella, it's your turn as you stand next to this bleeding cooked octopus as your friends batter it. He's gonna die! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, let's see. Can I, use one? can I use another weapon? Can I use one of my sword? Sure. You can just yeah. draw your sword with your other hand and stab him in the face. Yeah! <laughs> hey, might as well have a, you know, an octopus with no eye. <laughs> <laughs> So roll us a d20 and add five. Computer, roll a d20. 19. Dang, 19 plus five is... Ooh. 24. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> and you're going to roll us one d8 and you're going to add four. Computer, roll a d8. Seven. Seven plus nice. four. Fantastic! You kill the octopus. Describe to your party how you demolish this octopus on its last leg. What are we seeing? <laughs> well, I kind of stabbed to go for his eye, but I think I hit something else vital. <laughs> Wasn't even trying to. My bad, octopus. <laughs> well, at least we can get the door easier. Pus out anyway. of the octopus's eye socket all over the floor as uh, it squeals and dies and the tentacles finally lay down to rest. After combat ends and you're left standing there, 
Enzo finally comes to his senses and wakes up uh, and he looks over at the octopus laying on the floor blood everywhere pus everywhere <laughs> and he, he screams ah oh, no and he be- runs over and begins trying to salvage what's left of the octopus I'm sorry we couldn't keep it undamaged for you uh we tried. I did eat a tentacle, though. Hat. You picked good meat, at least. <laughs> Skull push puts the uh, chef's hat back on him and pats his shoulder consolingly. <laughs> and you know, you should, prob- you should probably give him his hat back. <laughs> yeah, I did. did give him his hat back. Oh, okay. Yep. Everyone's very concerned with the hat. <laughs> well, that is the most you know. important part. <laughs> Pretty much. What would the party like to do as you stand in this absolute Let's... mess of a kitchen? We might need to go to the door, or we can Let's, clean. Uh... Yeah, I don't like cleaning up messes. So, uh... Enzo, are you okay if we leave you to it? He just looks at Skull you with a defeated look. Enzo, uh, the broom. <laughs> Take it as yes, let's go. <laughs> and quietly walk back to the door. <laughs> Sorry, man. Ah, crap, my battery's getting low. Hey. The large wooden door at the end of the kitchen stands before you slightly ajar. Don't forget to knock. Yes, please don't forget to knock. We don't need some. I will. To... <laughs> In fact, knock on it, because... While at the same time saying... May we, uh, may we gain entrance? The door slowly moves open from your gentle knock, but it doesn't seem to say or do anything. Thank you, Dorian. It gave its response. It's opening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It could have slammed closed. Or punched us in the face. (laughs) Like, S warned us. Okay, you look down into the deep dark basement and some wooden stairs sit before you. They're covered in scratches, gouges, bite marks and animal feces of various kinds. Who's going first? Ouch. I'll slowly go down the the stairs looking at how damaged each one is and wondering what animal... uh, what animal did that and preparing my weapon who's following mercy I will I guess is it totally dark yeah it is very dark you can't can only see about five feet in front of you I have nice be some rails on this dang thing (laughs) I mean dark vision I was gonna say I can also for those that don't see um, I have to look it up, but I have dancing lights. Ah, so in oh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Danielle and Lexi, um, if it's dark, certain characters like tieflings that Skull is have something called dark vision, where they can see up to sixty feet in the dark. And then ah. 
you can oh, use torches oh. and a spell like um, Caden's dancing lights to create an illumination. Maybe it's one kind of, of you guys like... went first. <laughs> It's kind of like one of the anime characters I watch with her spinning blade, uh, her spinning dancing blades. It's so. sort of like that with lights, yeah. <laughs> cool. That is pretty cool. So who's following Bella down the stairs? Oh, let's see. Who has what kind of vision? I I have uh, dark vision. So you have your dark vision. Uh, how are you, Bella? And Lexi for vision. I'm just feeling my way. <laughs> yeah, right, Bella's so. human, so. I'm also a regular old human. Yeah. So the majority cool it sounds spells like, and stuff. <laughs> sounds like uh, the majority kind of needs some light on the subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. <laughs> All right. So. I think I can do the same thing with thermaturgy if but it doesn't it, it, so it's an at will spell slot it doesn't look like it uses any rolls uh covers 120 feet yep dancing lights doesn't use uh, any sauce is a cantrip I believe he said 60 feet. That's a lot of more feet than 60 feet. Yeah, this is... Well, Dark Vision is 60 feet, I think. Yeah. Um, This yeah. is a spell which actually produces light within a 120-foot radius. Or oh, wow. Out, like, it kind of sends the light into, as I understand it, where we're going. Yeah. So, this spell so, is what's called a cantrip, and it means that um, Caden can use it as many times as they want to. Oh, hence the word can. Learn how to do that. <laughs> can use it whenever you want. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I may have to use that someday. <laughs> okay, so what's your formation here as you make your way down the stairs? Who's up first? It's very narrow, so... There's spots one, two, three, and four from front to back. I slide to the side so that someone with uh, night vision or some type of light can go ahead. I'm going to bring the... Okay, in that case, actually, I'm going to go ahead because right. dancing lights and putting yeah. the light where we're going. Good idea. <laughs> Sounds good. It's a 10-foot radius for the dancing lights, and it would be about like a torch. So. Oh, 10-foot radius? Yeah, the 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 the, uh, the range is 120 feet, but the radius is only 10 feet. Oh, oh, Math. okay. So yeah, um, the same of a torch would mean that um, the immediate area around you is very bright, and then for like 20 to 30 feet, there's a dimmer light. Yeah. So. If you want to really see where we're going, you want to be close to me. It it says uh, as a as a turn, you can move the light up to sixty feet. I I don't know since we're not in combat. I don't I don't know if if it's just like something you carry or 
sticking a coin. Or how the turns would work in this case. When you're not in, in combat, of... you just declare what you're going to do. Okay, yeah. So I'm just carrying this dancing light with me as we're going. As we move, it moves to accommodate. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Great. Sounds like it should yeah. be plenty of illumination. In which case, actually, I'd probably be one of the two middle folks so that... Um, a little ahead and a little behind is... Yep. So, actually, it's going to be whoever wants to go ahead of me, whoever wants to go behind me, and probably, I'm thinking, skull in the back since you got your dark vision. Yeah, that sounds about right. The, the two humans around me, and yes. you either ahead or behind us. I can go behind you. I'll oh, just sure. stay kind of next to you. Okay, yeah. So... Well, sounds like it's single file, but um, hey, we're narrow, so we might have to do what we have to, you know. Yep. Yeah. And Skull, you're up first. No, I, I would. I'm behind everybody. <laughs> you're gonna take the back end, okay? Huh? So it sounds like it'd be Lexi, Caden, Bella, Skull. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> Can everyone... Oh, wait, were you talking about Lexi or me? Because Lexi's character is Bella. Or, yeah. Mercy. Um, I was talking about Mercy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we got confused. Okay, so everyone's going to roll me a dexterity save. So that's going to be oh. <laughs> 1d20, and then you're going to add your dexterity save. Dex modifier. Roll a d20. Roll a d20. Seven. What is the dexterity? Seriously? A one? (laughs) I got a seven. Don't feel too bad. Don't feel bad. I got a four. Don't feel bad at all. You know what? I got lower than all you. Lower than all you. I got four down the stairs. Yeah, I nat one on that. Okay. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, my battery's dying. Okay. Thank you. So what's a dexterity save? So a dexterity save is a reaction to something. So when you do a dexterity check, it's you actively trying to run or jump or anything like that. Where would like I find that. the dexterity thing? Uh, it would be under uh, under your, your abilities. abilities. And abilities. yeah, I think it's the fourth column. So a dexterity check would check if you can do something and a dexterity mm-hmm. save is you reacting to something like how do I find out what it is like because I know it says save in the column but I don't oh so like, how do you would be the number under that so if you're an assassin I imagine it would be your dexterity which is two plus your proficiency yeah. it would probably be four four yeah oh okay okay that makes so sense. you add the four to your d20 so seven, eleven. Woo. Oh, okay, and you're in the turn order at the front. Okay, we'll just wait for Bella. I seen it. I just seen it. What happened to it? <laughs> okay. Hmm. 
I am confused. There are too many numbers. While you, while you all are figuring that out, I'll be right back. Uh, by the way, if if you didn't hear before, I just got an eight, so I, I probably got affected by whatever this is. Okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of us are doing pretty bad on the yep, roll this I'm turn. Lost. I'm gonna be present but muted. Okay, we'll wait for Bella's results. I think I found it. I just am confused because there's so many numbers. No. Yeah, that's problem. my problem. Um, I can help you out. You're. I'm not sure if you're proficient. Um, let's check. I see one that says save, and then I see one that says dexterity. So it's dexterity save. Add those numbers. Like... So I think you're you're not proficient. I think yours is a four. I think your dexterity save is a four. A four? I think so. Yeah. Sounds about right. And my phone is at 20%. Brilliant. Okay. Join the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's one Thus, I am going to pull out the big guns of Mike the, for my computer. Ooh. That I should have grabbed before I came down here. Up here. I'm getting a computer soon. I'm getting what? a laptop from a. Uh, Computers for the. Oh, cool. Nice. But I still don't know how to type, so I'm thinking about buying fun with type ability to go with it. Oof, yeah, learning how to type was annoying. You're telling me, might as well make it fun. <laughs> True. <laughs> but that'll be another, another uh, hundred. Oh, so man. this should be fun. <laughs> So what did you uh, roll, Bella? Uh, what was it? What was it? I completely forgot. The <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> Should I roll again? Yeah, sure. Yay! Come get it. Roll a d20. Three. Three! Oof. Oh, man. That computer mm. Rip. Okay. So, oh no. Yeah, eight. Oh no. I am seven. back. Okay. Bella just uh, failed too. Hey, the dice so. were in my favor for a while. Yeah. So the only person that succeeded was Um I believe Mercy, what did you get? I rolled a ten. Yeah. Okay. The only person that succeeded was was Mercy. Oh no. So as your party travels down this steep, narrow little staircase full of gouges and scratches and bite marks, it is absolutely covered in animal poop. And all of you begin to slip. The only one that doesn't slip is Mercy. But unfortunately, being at the front of the group, everyone falls onto Mercy. And you all <laughs> hit the floor at the bottom of the staircase. Everyone takes one damage. <laughs> well, at least you Oh, boy. <laughs> We didn't make it the way we wanted to make it, but at least we yeah, made it to the bottom. Shit. 
as you lay at the bottom of the stairs, covered in shame and animal poop, you look up and see another large wooden door before you. Might as well knock. Yeah, you might want to, if it's a door, you might want to knock on all the doors in this place. Who's knocking? I mean, someone has to get off of me to knock. That that would be kind of cool. I'll do it. Alright. Okay, Caden, do you knock on the door? Yes, I do. As you knock on the door, a loud voice from behind the door booms and says, Finally, someone with manners! And the door handle turns and it opens for you, revealing a large room with four torches illuminating it, full of crates and barrels of ale, and you can hear... My favourite! <laughs> you can hear... You can hear the sound of animals inside. It's um, birds chirping and small animals cooing. And let me just get something from my notes. One moment. As you walk into... Oh, well. Do you walk into the room? Yes, it's up to Caden. Okay. You knocked, you got the light, so. I think she uh, dropped out. Okay. Or mute oh. again? Ah, Knocking down, yeah. Okay. I had to go get something from downstairs. No problem. The door lays open in front of you and inside the room are four torches gently illuminating the room with barrels and crates everywhere you can hear birds chirping and animals small animals cooing inside okay let's uh, head on in alright okay as you enter into the room a large half orc woman in robes stands there before you. This must be Tabitha. I take ah. it. S told us so much about you. <laughs> yes, he uh, actually did. Okay, as you say this, this great hulking half-orc woman with muscles bulging from inside her cloak and her protruding jaw overflowing with teeth too big for her mouth um oh dear. she's glaring That's at you good taste and despite her terrifying appearance she has a lovely small pink flower in her hair which is quite lovely but she roars at you and runs and flips over a table and pulls a wooden staff Ready to attack you. Oh no. <laughs> hey, we didn't even do anything to you yet. You don't even know why we're here. 
Yeah, it's true. I had hoped that we could come to some resolution. I think the waiter digs you. You want us to hook you up? <laughs> <laughs> she calls out to you all from behind the table. What do you want? Isn't it kind of counterproductive if you want to destroy a place to, uh, because you hate it so much to stay in the, its basement? Yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah, pretty much. Because I get free ale. Yeah, ale is pretty damn good. Do you really? Yeah. What do you do? Get the reject Would you mind or something? Sharing? <laughs> this is all the best ale down here that Kahoove hides. Damn it, they told me they were giving me dragon's breath up there. Did they lie? <laughs> uh, where's my... What do you want? Some ale. <laughs> no, you can't what have we... any. It's mine. Hmm. Yes, what we are here for is to see if we can't arrange for you to... Uh... Leave this tavern be if you are as dissatisfied with it as you say. Um, would it not make sense to go and find somewhere more to your liking? No. Like the waiter's apartment. <laughs> like the waiter's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? That'll work. Melvin lives under a bridge. Oh dear. Oh wow. I'm sure it's a nice bridge. And if you go up on top, Melvin, I think nice you meet you. meant the bard. Yeah, the waiter liked her too. <laughs> I stealthily rummage through my bag, looking for a small vial, and uh, go over to one of the giant barrels of ale. Once I find the vial I'm looking for, I pretend to clumsily uncork it, clumsily tip it over, and say, ah, damn it, I guess this one's open anyway. We might as well have some. Okay, uh... <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check, and then if that succeeds, you're gonna need to do a sleight of hand check. Nice. Roll a d20. It's one is time. Oof. Oh man, one. Okay. Oh. Tabitha roars. And readies herself to fight you. <laughs> oh, what have I done? Everyone roll me initiative, please. So roll a d20 and add your initiative. A uh, d20. Okay. Roll a d20. 18. Ooh, 18. Okay, let me get my keyboard back over here. 
Apparently, I only get good rolls on the uh, initiative checks because I got a 19. Oh, wow, you got higher than me. Nice. Oh, no, I think I loaded that the wrong direction. <laughs> Love the background. <laughs> a bit more light eyed than right the usual here. fantasy fighting music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. <sighs> Alright, I'll fix this in a minute. For now, I'll roll that d20. Okay. Uh, initiative, you said? Yes. Here we go. I could barely hear that one, so I'm gonna... One? Seriously? Oh, man. <laughs> I... Eh! I'm trying to remember how to repeat... ...stuff on here, but... Anyway. Yeah. Could have been one or a nine. Okay. It's hard to tell. We can go with a nine, just take up the last roll. Yeah, we've had enough. Oh, all of us are having bad uh, rolls when it comes to Tabitha. What did Bella and Mercy get? I got 18. And Bella, how did you get on? Is she here? Come on. Oh, am I plugging you into the wrong port? No. Try this one. Oh, well, Tabitha got a bad roll too, so. Woo! This basement's just unlucky. <laughs> Seems so. like it. It's an unlucky basement. Okay, Lexi, if you can hear us, um, we'll continue with combat, and when you fix the issue, just let us know, and we'll sort of backtrack I guess and and take your turn whenever wherever you are in turn order for now Skull it's your turn um, Tabitha stands in the middle of this basement room hidden
Good luck. And damage for that is going to be seven damage. <laughs> that is fantastic. You That's great. stab through Tabitha. Tell us how you do that. Tabitha. <laughs> Very much so. I am... I'm gonna go for... Probably go for the gut, I think. Because that's probably the most likely for me to hit. Ooh. <laughs> gut Draw. shot. Um, just basically a, you know straight abdominal cut. Okay. You drive your rapier through Tab Tabitha and she roars in pain. She's holding her head from a cage hitting her and now she <laughs> grasps at her stomach from the rapier cutting her. And we now come to Tabitha's turn. In anger! She turns to your party. Tabitha wants to be a wizard. But Tabitha has no magical ability whatsoever, so she's, <laughs> she has found ways to use spells using the animals around her. She gets to, she gets a spell and an action, so... That would be sorcery. <laughs> so she, uh... Let's, which one should we choose? She whistles very loudly. And out comes running a dog from behind one of the barrels. And it will run straight for Bella. Bella, uh, this wild dog comes running towards you. Um, uh -oh. We'll see if he hits. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the dog see. snarls and snaps at you but misses as it stands in front of you. And we come to Tabitha. She's. What should she use? Um, so there's a very common spell in Dungeons and Dragons called Magic Missile that most people know. Um, you don't have to roll to hit with it. Three orbs automatically hit the enemy. But Tabitha, being the animal wizard that she is, she picks up three hedgehogs and hurls them at Caden in front of her. Oh boy. Hey, no throwing hedgehogs. Caden, <laughs> you take three damage as these hedgehogs pelt you in the head. Dang. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, no. And, Bella, we now come to your turn. Hmm, what can I do? So you stand um, near the entrance to the room. You can see Tabitha fighting Caden in the middle. Mercy on one side throwing things. Skull on the other side throwing daggers. And a dog is now <laughs> next to you trying to bite you. Man, forget the dog. I'm going to go for the woman herself. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to go for a sneak attack with my bow. You do not get a sneak attack because you're a fighter, so you can't do that. But you can attack with your bow. Alright, cool. That works. Okay. Computer. Roll a d20. Serious? four... Oh, 
So what do I do again after I roll? So you add a four, but it's an eight. So you totally fudge the shot and completely miss Tabitha. <laughs> the arrow f- slams into the table in front of her. Oh, that sucks. And an angry dog snarls at you. Skull, we'll come back to your turn as you watch this madness play out in front of you. Okay. I am going to use thaumaturgy to to increase the volume of my voice. Okay. You're going to do what? It's a spell. Can you... Oh, is it kind of like the Sonoris spell it, in here? It can do a few things, um, thermatology, and one of them is to project your voice. Yeah, that's what I remember that's you what, said something about light, what's too. Sonoris? The, uh, thermo, thermo, whatever, doing something with light. I forget, though. Well, thaumaturgy can be many things. It can it's, be... Yeah, it's basically just like a... It, it, it does like any little tiny minor effect that doesn't do any damage to to the enemy. It's huh. to another thing called prestidigitation, which is, sounds fancy, but it's basically the ability to turn on and off lights. <laughs> What's her name again? Really bright light. Maybe it'll blind her. Tabitha. Tabitha. Oh yeah. Okay. Thank. Our opponent is Tabitha. Yes. Okay. I use thaumaturgy, and I'm going to try to uh, be a little persuasive here. Okay. Tabitha, this is foolish. I am very disappointed in your actions. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well done, bud! Awesome. How on earth did that work? Fantastic. How did you do that? That's uh, <laughs> what I did now. I have a... a, 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 a what, what do you call them? The, a board here. <laughs> Ah, nice. Whoa! Oh, must be nice. I'd love to get one of those. Oh. It does a few echo things. I wish it did more, but you know. Okay, roll me a persuasion check. It's against. Tabitha's wisdom save and she I I rolled a twenty, so I got twenty-one. It was a uh, nice. total eighteen. Eighteen, okay. She definitely looks over and takes note of that massive booming voice, but unfortunately she knows that it's you behind it. Okay. Oh no. So is there any movement or bonus actions you'd like to do, Skull? Uh, no, I'll just step up back behind it. Okay. Mercy, it's your turn as you hide behind poop covered cages. Danielle. Oh no! 
Not a lost Danielle. Ah. That sounds like a banjo. It is a banjo. It, it is. It sounds like it sounds like a banjo, or it sounds like guitar. It's a little bluegrass. You guys know what my mom bought me yesterday? Because I have my own like microwave and mini fridge up here. And... She bought me some cheesy bites that are made out of like pretzel bread with like velveeta cheese inside. Ooh. Hello? Ooh, Hello. I just got back and that sounded good. Wow. Yay. <laughs> yeah, we're done dropping phones, apparently. Uh, okay, Mercy, it's your turn. You're hiding behind poop-covered cages. Oh, uh, what happened since I... Anything? Did anyone kill anyone? No. Nope. No, I was just mentioning my dinner for tonight. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright. I'm from behind the poop cover cages. I'm going to throw a dagger. Okay, nice. roll to hit. So, d20. Roll a d20. Rolling. 13. 13. Oh, nice. Okay, um, even without your modifier, that hits your modifier of. Two plus two, so yeah, seventeen. Yeah, proficiency, right? So roll a d4 for damage. Roll a d4. Okay, three this time. Three. Ooh. Yes. Zagger lambs into Tabitha's back as she roars out again, and we now come to. Caden's turn. Alright. Caden is trying to get their computer to cooperate. Um. Because <laughs> it's having an attitude. It's mad at me because I tried to do other things. I tried to make it do things a little different. Um. <laughs> Come on. You stupid thing. Where's my dice pack? It's having a shocking tantrum. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> Something is not... Oh, hey, dork. You borrowed the battery out of the keyboard. Oh, Oof. That's <laughs> awesome. That's that you gotta apologize to Mr. Computer. Yep. Which means that, no wonder nothing was working, because I couldn't, ah, I was trying to, I was, <laughs> what happens when I do things at once. Um, okay. with the keyboard put together again, and having its batteries. Don't we have to wait for it to restart or something? Nope. No. Oh. Nice. All right. 
this time with a bit of a jumping flourish. Caden uh, is going to drive that rapier up from where they kind of go back from, from you know where they were at mm -hmm. and drive up. Okay, roll to hit. Twenty-three. Ooh. Ooh, that definitely Ooh. is. Oh, nice. Wow, Must we're getting be... better luck. Eight damage. Oh, man, you kill Tabitha. Tell us what Caden does. That gold is in the bag. And this is why bards take uh, weapons training. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> For moments like this. That doesn't happen very often, folks. No. <laughs> it's a brutal bard. Nice. Yeah. We got a pretty talented bard on our party. If I have to be, yes. <laughs> Where do you stick your rapier? I'm going straight up through where I'd come before, but up. Oh, Oof. man. Organ cavities. <laughs> yeah, her head's gone. Something's that, gone. That, that brings a whole meaning to the phrase off with her head. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> She's basically impaled by the gut on this rapier. <laughs> <laughs> Question is, who's going to clean all that up? Not me, bye, let's go. <laughs> well, I'm for sure gonna clean off my rapier, because that's my, you know, stuff to tend to. She yeah. might have some gold on her. Let's see what she got. Let's drink some ale. <laughs> Who are we gonna fix the waiter and the bard up with now? Each other. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> That works. That works. That could be interesting. <laughs> On part two, that's our next mission. Here he oh! <laughs> Maybe that's why Tabitha was down here. Yep. You'll never know. Because you made oh, it. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> the mystery. Tabitha lays dead on the floor in front of you after a rapier was stuck through her gut and there was a puncture and a loud wheeze before she fell to the floor. And you're left in this room of blood, animal poop, and barrels of ale, and crates. This ale might be unsanitary. Maybe we should just go to Ale King Hard and get our money and then hook the two people up. <laughs> we need to... Check her body to see if she has anything of value. Yeah. Good point. Why not? Judging by this music, I'm guessing not. <laughs> she wears nothing but a robe. She doesn't even have pockets. The only thing on her is her wooden staff and a trembling hedgehog. Take the hedgehog. <laughs> trembling hedgehog. Oh, hedgehog for a pet and I'm going to take the, the staff to beat somebody with. <laughs> Alright, you can have them. I travel too much for pets, so. <laughs> Ditto that. 
<laughs> okay, you take the quarter staff and the scared little hedgy, and Aww. you are left, Sonic. <laughs> left with nothing to do but to collect your reward from the bartender upstairs. Woo! Sounds like a plan to me. I'm oh, taking yeah. Sonic home, and we're gonna live a life of luxury. <laughs> Better be nice to the door on the way out. Yep. We don't. Yeah, do how do you be nice to it when you're opening? Or... Do you say "excuse me, please"? Because you can't. No. <laughs> that's that's true. I will thank the door for its service. The door will humbly say, "You are welcome." <laughs> and then everybody stares at the door like they're crazy. Whoa, talking door. <laughs> That's not the craziest Kitten's thing. Unfazed by that because you know that is not the craziest thing we've seen. <laughs> a That's world true. of enchantment—you never know yep. what you're gonna find. Okay, I assume your party travels back up to the bar. Yes, we gotta go somewhere yes. to get our money. And then, uh. Go up to that bartender. Okay. As you approach Kahul, the Dragonborn bartender, he looks to you and asks, So, is the deed done? Yes. It has been taken care of. Might want to send somebody down there and um, clean up. Clean, yeah. We didn't do that. Be we good. weren't hard for that part. <laughs> Not all of the poop is mine. 99.9% .9 of it anyway if not more isn't excellent so when will Tabitha be picking up her shift again you're gonna have to ask uh, Necromancer for that one you may need to find a replacement for Tabitha I'm afraid she was not willing to listen to reason or consider alternatives so you killed her you just asked us we to get her out were somewhat forced Cahill looks horrified she gave us no choice she tried to kill us <laughs> well you did try to steal her ill it's not even hers it belongs to the restaurant As you stand there discussing this, Melvin asks over to Cahill, So is Tabitha coming back? And Cahill turns him, They killed her! Melvin looks horrified and you hear S. Willius III scream from by the sage, No! And he kind of... better taste anyway, S. Willius. He yeah, looks, pretty he, much. He looks around to see if anyone's watching his performance of being upset as well. <laughs> Uh, of course. I yell over at him, get better taste! <laughs> now where's our money at, Cahul? Cahul quickly yep. hands you every single gift certificate they have in the establishment and then some. And says, Please, just leave. I don't want any trouble. Yeah, good enough for me. Alright. Drinks on me at the next stop, everybody! 
Woo. Congratulations. <laughs> you are now the murderers of the Bloody Stool Tavern. <laughs> we got uh, <laughs> Skull, Skull looks at um, the the S, the bard, and uh, points to the waiter guy, <laughs> winks, and does a little thing, you know, and then mm-hmm. kind of walks. <laughs> Mel- Melvin looks confused, but S. Willius the third is like, hmm, yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay, guys. That was our adventure. Thanks <laughs> so much for playing, like, man. That was a lot best, of fun. What, three, Thanks four hours DM. of my day. Thank you for listening to Knights of the Braille. If you're interested in our groups, please visit our website, knightsofthebraille.com. Whether you want to run a game, join a game, or learn how we play, our website holds a lot of answers. Join our Discord, where we have discussions and run games. Follow us on Twitter to help spread the word of accessibility in tabletop gaming. Any support you show our community is greatly appreciated. Thank you.